0: you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
1: Good tidings we bring to you and
0: your gift. Good- Greetings friends of the Exxon Nation. Are you ready to be informed? Do you love controversy? Well get excited. It's happening here. ExxonRadio.com. You are listening to X-Zone Radio hosted live and around the world with Rob McConnell, the host with the I Love His Smooth Style, and you will too. And my friend, if you're looking for some personal guidance to cat behavior, visit me at my website, secretsofcatattituderevealed.com. This is Carol Lombard. Listen up, sit back, and enjoy.
1: Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. A happy New Snow yet? You kidding?
2: No, 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 no. We don't want snow. Gosh, the other day I went into the garage and got the snow blower ready, put out the Christmas tree lights, decorated the inside of the house. Do you think I'm ready for Christmas? Nah, not in your life. Welcome back to the x One, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. Coming to you live and around the world on Talk Star from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Our toll free number worldwide is 1 800 610 7035. Email is XZone at XZoneRadioTV.com. On MSN Messenger, talk star, uh, what used to be Talkstar, but now it's XZoneRadioTV at Hotmail.com. And our website, www.XZoneRadioTV.com. The Titanic was one of the all-time disasters. So many lives were lost because there weren't enough lifeboats for all the people that were on board. But one of the questions that I've always asked is, has anyone who was who lost their life on the Titanic have they come back reincarnated? Well, I heard about the this lady. Her name is Elsie Bellman. She's my guest this hour, who might be able to answer this question. And Elsie, welcome to the X Zone. How are you? And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: Thank you, Rob, and hello, Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Um, I was born and raised in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Beautiful place. Most historic city in America's battlefield city. I'm a limousine driver now, and I drive uh, a lot of the rock stars and VIPs in Washington D.C., the nation's capital.
2: So you mean if I came down to Washington or Fredericksburg, I could look you up and say, "Hey, Elsie, how'd you like to drive me around?"
0: Well, as long as you have a credit card. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Tell me, Elsie, where did your where did your fascination with the Titanic come from?
0: Well, ever since I was little, my mother would always tell me your great granddaddy survived the Titanic. Don't forget that, you know. And and I really didn't think too much of it, but then I would uh, uh, ask her about it, and I, I got a, uh, I got my great grandfather's written account of what happened on the Titanic and how my grandfather was reincarnated from a boy that died on the Titanic. So I'd always see my grandfather and say, Granddaddy, tell me, tell me again, you was that boy that was uh, reincarnated from the Titanic? And he would say yes. And, and we'd discuss uh, his great-grandfather's uh, written account. And he really was uncomfortable talking about it. But I would squeeze it out of him.
2: So at what age did your grandfather actually know that he had been reincarnated from a soul that was lost in the Titanic?
0: Well, uh, actually reincarnation is is a thing documented. It happens everywhere. It's just Mm -hmm. we don't know, as Americans, don't listen to our children uh, when they start speaking different names and different places, usually about two to four years old.
2: They're invisible friends. They're special friends. They're angels.
0: Yeah, so they might say, Mm -hmm. uh, like what my nephew said to his mother. He looked at her one day and he said... You're not my mother. My, I have a big house in the woods, and my mother is back there in the woods. And, and um, my sister-in-law said to him, well, you have to show me where that is. All right,
2: Elsie, stand by. You and I have got to take a two-minute commercial break. Exonation. Elsie Bellman is my very special guest this hour. And we're talking about Do people who have lost their life on the Titanic. Have they come back and been reincarnated? Good question. Elsie's going to help us uh, figure out this answer, as well as a lot of other things, including some of the rock stars and VIP she's driven around. And we're going to talk about a paranormal experience that she's had. That's on the other side of this two-minute commercial break as the X-Zone continues, live and around the world, from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. (laughs) Welcome back everyone, Elsie Bellman is my special guest. Her website is www.899limo.com That's 899limo.com And Elsie, before the commercial break you and I were talking about the reincarnation of your grandfather from someone who had passed away another relative on the Titanic. Can you tell us that story?
0: Yes, he drowned on the Titanic. uh, uh, When my uh, grandfather was first uh, beginning to speak, between two mm-hmm. or four years old, I'm not sure. He would start naming names and places in the village, in another village. First of all, because reincarnation is a thing documented uh, among my people, it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. It, it, because we listen to our children, and we start asking them questions. So his mother asked him, well, I'm going to take you to this village. And he said, okay. And so she took him to the village. He told her, let me point out my house to you. That's my house. And then he met his family. He knew his family, but this is when he's like three years old, two or three years old. And he said, let me show you where I I keep my gun. He's talking in the present tense as if he's back in the other life. Oh, my gosh. He didn't say, let me show you where where I used to keep me. He said, let me show you where I keep my gun. And he showed them where the lentils were, Mm -hmm. he knew where the rice was, the staples, and he recognized. But we do that, we confront uh, the truth, our people, and that way the children uh, forget about it. Sometimes they forget, sometimes they keep the memory of their past lives with them. I think my grandfather did. He kept that memory. He would only tell me bits and pieces but what what his great-grandfather told him.
2: What was your inspiration it, for writing your book?
0: Because it's history from Fredericksburg, Virginia, regarding the Titanic, mm-hmm. and, and just wanted to reach out there and say, okay, Fredericksburg is famous for more things than just George Washington and <laughs> Thomas Jefferson and Patrick Henry and General Robert E. Lee. Who was the greatest general since Moses? I might as well touch. Which we have a connection with Moses. Uh, anyway, uh, that's why I wanted to keep my great grandfather's story alive mm-hmm. through his memoirs and the reincarnation of my grandfather. And I told my grandfather as he was getting old and feeble, and I'd sit next to him. I said, "Come on, Granddaddy, you found us before." Come back to us. I'm going to be looking for you. And, you know, my mother is saying, oh, be quiet, be quiet. Don't talk like that. You know? <laughs> it's okay, Mama. He found us before that, you know, he knew, he remembered his past life to now, you know, look for us, because I'll be looking for him, too.
2: Elsie, why do you think that reincarnation is kind of tabooed in certain areas of society?
0: A Lack of knowledge. You know, people tend to uh, reject what they don't understand. But a lot of communities believe in reincarnation. We call it the transmigration of the souls. Uh, Like Jesus said, I am one and the same in all the ages. Well, so is each of us. Because the actual numbering of the souls, it doesn't increase by birth or decrease by death, the numbering stays the same. So you wonder, well, how can we have only two people on the earth in the beginning, Mm -hmm. and how do we have a billion people today? Good question. Well, that's because, and I know what came first, the chicken or the egg also. Anyway, that's (sighs) because we don't know what the numbering of the souls are. And when the last soul is dropped Mm -hmm. from the seven heavens above us, this heaven, that's when the judgment day comes.
2: So, do you, do you
0: believe... You don't know what the numbering is. All The numbering was created from the light of God, the actual numbering of the souls. And oh. it doesn't increase or decrease, no matter how much... So we don't know what the numbering is, but we will soon.
2: <laughs> Are, do you think we're in the end times?
0: Of course. Of course. I believe. I'm getting ready.
2: Why do you think we're? Why?
0: <laughs> My knees are knocking. Let me tell you.
2: <laughs> why do you think we're in the end times?
0: Well, there's a lot of signs. You don't have to be stupid to see them. There's a lot of it, it, all the prophecies about the end times, mm-hmm. about Israel, about the false peace, blah, blah 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 blah. The Christ coming back, and He will come back just the way He left.
2: But anyway. 1 800 610 7035 is our toll free number. 1 800 610 7035. That is toll free around the world. You're going to find something different in our podcasts starting uh, tonight. We're going to have what we call Pod Spots. They're 30 second commercials from our advertisers here on the X Zone. So please, when you hear a Pod Spot, don't skip by it. Listen to it because it's because of our advertisers that we're able to bring you these shows Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern, right here on Talkstar. I'll see Bellman's my special guest. Her website: www.899limo.com. Tell me, uh, do you believe in the paranormal? Of course. Have of you course. have you ever had a paranormal experience?
0: I think, yes, I have. And I'm sure a lot of people have, but they just don't want to admit it.
2: What was your experience?
0: Uh, it was in Fredericksburg, Virginia, mm-hmm. which there was a couple of paranormals. I'm just going to tell you mine. I'd love to tell you one that involves George Washington.
2: Well, sure. I'd love to hear and
0: it. it up, yeah, let, uh, what do you, let me tell you mine real quick. Okay. I was working as a waitress in a restaurant called the Old Mud Tavern. The Dr. Mudd who ate at John Wilkes Booth,
1: mm-hmm. he, he
0: owned that tavern. Uh didn't work for him but the, the current owners and there was a ghost that lived upstairs and there was a flash of light waitresses were sitting down getting ready to eat because everybody had gone I saw a flash of light and it went up the steps and it was an arm I could just see his arm uh, a young person that's all I could see and I said Conway was that you and then I told the girls, I said, now, was that a ghost I saw, or was that just my imagination? And the other waitress said, I saw it, too. So I went to the foot of the stairs. I said, Conway, show thyself. Well, he didn't. But I was just joking with him, but I did see him.
2: Who's Conway?
0: Conway was the name of the ghost.
2: Oh, I see.
0: That, that, that's what the chef and his wife said his name was.
2: Now, have other people who who frequent the tavern seen the ghost before they've consumed any of the uh, fine beverages?
0: Uh, I don't know, but I do know the owners did mm. because they lived upstairs.
2: Does it, do the people within the town of Fredericksburg know about this ghost? And I'm sure there's lots of places in Fredericksburg I don't where there's no.
0: But you know, there's a little bit more to the story. I'm so embarrassed. Oh. I'm going to say it because. It may have just been my imagination playing with me. But, but it could have been work, something,
2: it could have been the truth, too. It could have been something yeah, you actually
0: I went to meet my friend at a bar to have a drink, uh-huh. and I was waiting for him, and this guy was standing next to me, and I turned and I looked at him, I said, Hi, you know, my name's Elsie, and he said, Oh, I'm Conway. I said, Oh, I just met Conway tonight. He said, Yeah, I'm Conway. I said, Oh, and then I, I turned around either to pay the bartender or to do something, and uh-huh. And then I turned around, he wasn't there. So I described him to the owner and his wife the, the next day when I came into work. Mm-hmm. And she said, Yeah, that's him. I said, It was a young guy, he had like white skin, a fuzz on his cheeks, not, not just a beard, uh, red hair. She said, So I don't know whether they were playing with me, but she said, Yeah, that, that was him. He followed me to the bar.
2: Well you know what? The, the fact that you, you you talked to him, you challenged him when you when you saw him upstairs, you said, Show yourself.
0: Show thyself. That yeah. You know, that's why. That's you know, an invitation. He, exactly. That's why, you know, I'm thinking, is it my imagination that I just saw him, then I just wasn't there when I turned around? So I just casually mentioned it to the the cook and his wife that what he looked like. Tell
2: somebody. me, what was he wearing?
0: He was wearing like white shirt, black pants, nothing, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. Was it nothing the modern?
2: Like- was it modern era clothing?
0: No, I don't remember. Uh. probably so, probably so. Otherwise, I would have looked twice because I'm I'm sharp on those things. <laughs> you know, I would have noticed because I used to dress up like Robert E. Lee. I had a tour service, and I called myself Roberta E. Lee. Just call me General. Oh Now, this, hmm. let me tell you about George Washington?
2: All right, we're coming up to a commercial pretty fast here, so what I'm, we're going to do is we're going to hold George Washington's story until the other That's side good. when we come back. However, I find it I find it very interesting that you challenge a ghost to present himself. You go to another bar and the person behind you, you introduce yourself as Elsie and they introduce themselves. As uh, Conway.
0: Conway. Conway. I said, oh, I just met Conway. And he said, yeah, I'm Conway. And I didn't think anything of it when he said, I'm Conway. Mm -hmm. But later, you know, my mind is thinking and turning.
2: (laughs) To me, that sounds like it could be a legitimate sighting.
0: Well, I think it's nice. But there's plenty in Fredericksburg. That's nothing, nothing compared when we come back from the break.
2: Sounds like a plan, my dear friend. Stand by Elsie. Elsie Bellman's our very special guest this hour. Her website is www.899limo.com. That's one. I'm sorry. www.899limo.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues right here on Talkstar. Our new toll-free number is 1-800-610-7035. Email XZone at XZoneRadioTV.com On MSN Messenger, XZoneRadioTV at Hotmail.com And our new website address, www.XZoneRadioTV.com Elsie Bellman and I will return after the news as we continue from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada on Talkstar.
1: All
2: radio. Welcome to the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell.
0: So, how do you figure on the naughty tonight scale, daffy old pal? Well, since nobody's perfect, guess I ought to stockpile a little insurance here. (laughs) Nothing like a festive little holiday bash to make up for a couple of little past indiscretions. Forgive and forget, that's what I always say. Sometimes. So, here's some sodas and a nice big bag of pretzels. Sky's the limit here at Daffy's Holiday Fest. Come and get it! All I want for Christmas is more, 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 more than a duck ever got before. Gimme kaboodles and oodles and doodles and soon all my loodles slide out the door. I hope Santa brings a real truckload. It won't all...
2: What would Christmas be without Daffy Duck? That's that's my question, Zone Nation. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Xone on Talkstar. Our toll-free number worldwide is one-eight hundred-six ten-seven zero three five. Email XZone at Xzoneradio On MSN Messenger, XZone Radio TV at hotmail.com. And our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. And I can hardly wait until Monday when our new website is launched. The guys here are going great guns, and guys, you're doing a fantastic job. Speaking about doing a fantastic job, my guest this hour is Elsie Bellman. Her website is www.899limo.com. That's www.899limo.com. And Elsie, before we went to the commercial break, you were going to tell us about... Uh, paranormal experience with George Washington.
0: Right. Uh, involving George Washington. Well, involving I didn't George have Washington. the paranormal, but this is a it's recorded in history um, in a book called The Ghosts of Virginia book. But this girl in Fredericksburg, she was visiting an estate which later during the war Robert E. Lee dated mm-hmm. his wife there. It was a big social place called Chatham Mansion. And uh, she came with her father from England, and this boy that she was interested in from England, and they were going to elope. They were going to take off. The boy had the, the ladder placed under the window, and a boat was moored on the Rappahannock River below, mm-hmm. uh, the same river that George Washington had thrown the dollar across not far from there. But George Washington found out about the elopement plan, and it says uh, in the, in the book, but instead of climbing down into the arms of her beloved, the young woman found herself enveloped by General George Washington. Well, you know he kissed her enveloped, because <laughs> he was a big charmer. We all in Fredericksburg know that about George.
2: Did he really he have cured... wooden false teeth?
0: Yes, but you know when you kiss, you know, back then they didn't open their mouth, I guess, when they kissed. Oh, so, just gosh. Like, That's it. That's it? <laughs> I'm sure he kissed her. <laughs> Okay. He turned her over to her father, who sent her back to England, but once she married somebody else of more social standing, excuse me.
2: Excuse me, what's more social standing than a general and then a president of a country, for goodness sake?
0: Well, no, 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 no. All he did was thwart the attempt, and he turned oh. her over to her father. He told her, father, oh, this boy was going to elope with your daughter. I got her.
1: Oh, she just came pepper.
0: down the ladder. Mm. Here she is here. You know, she was going to do it. He got her. She was busted. So he turned her over to her father. Her Father sent her back on her deathbed. She vowed she would return every. Uh, she would return back to Chatham, and she's been seen. This is documented mm-hmm. every seven years since her, the anniversary of her death, June twenty-first, seventeen ninety. So, so she cr- every seven.
2: So she actually cursed the town because George Washington thwarted her elopement.
0: No, she didn't curse the town.
1: Well, she appears every year.
0: Yeah, she wanted to come back to her favorite path.
1: Oh.
0: You know, it's beautiful there. She would never be happy in England. It's cold and rainy. You know, Virginia, the flowers, the azaleas. She vowed to, to return to her favorite path, and she's been seen every seven years. I think 2012... June 21st is the next seven-year interval, I think. But every seven years since June 21st, 1790, she has been seen.
2: So if she's allergic to flowers, we can say that she gets a seven-year-rich.
0: Well, she could take, uh, what, what is that, Claritin. <laughs> <laughs> Ghostly Claritin.
2: <laughs> now, you're the author of A Titanic survivor Story, A, Fried- a Fredericksburg Connection. And uh, I understand it's available at Amazon.com. Can you tell us what happened on the ship that's in your book?
0: Well, my, well, my great-grandfather, uh, he went to Lebanon to visit, and he left his business in, in North Carolina. He went to Lebanon to visit. He'd be he married. Uh, he had to come back for to take care of his business back in America. Mm-hmm. So evidently his wife was pregnant. He booked passage on the fastest ship available because he wanted to to come back quickly i don't know maybe he didn't want to be there when she gave birth but that was the titanic and on going in the stateroom he saw two people from his hometown one was an 18 year old and the other was like a 12 year old kid that was coming to fredericksburg to his parents and so uh when the Titanic was having problems and they were shooting the pistols in the air, trying to—he said it looked like the doings of an Italian feast day, and uh, he lost the 18-year-old boy, but he was determined to keep the 12-year-old with him, that if he'd be saved, so will the kid. Mm -hmm. He had the kid on his shoulders. When the sailor grabbed the kid, handed him to another sailor, who handed him to another sailor, who put him in the boat, and the kid is crying. You know, he wants to come back. you know. And, and there was nothing my great-grandfather could do. They lowered the boats, And so uh, let me read to you. I'll tell you what happened to the kid and okay. how he died. My great-grandfather said, I saw a woman holding three children in her arms, all crying. I saw a rope. I tied the rope around her and pushed her over the rail and let her down into the water. I then slid down the rope. And when I reached it, I let go of the rope, and that's when he started swimming. But he didn't say anything else about that woman and three kids. But one lifeboat came by him. He put his hands on it. Somebody beat him away. The second lifeboat pulled him in. It was full of women and kids and and only two men. So he took over the oar from one woman because she didn't know how to row. And they were rowing to see if there was others in the water. Mm -hmm. They were trying to save people. Uh, But they were rowing away for the boat from the boat because they were just pulling at the oars. When he said, suddenly the sounds of those on board became louder and then a large gurgling sound and then silence.
2: And that's when the great ship went down.
0: Yeah, a g- large gurgling. And when I'd be taking a bath and you know, you'd let the water go down mm-hmm. the, the, the bathtub and it has that gurgling sound, my mother would tell me that, Times a thousand is what it sounded like. With the water going down the, the, the drain, that's what it... And, you know, sound carries over the water. So it was a large, I mean, a big, gurgling sound.
2: So tell me, was your grandfather afraid of water?
0: No. No way. No. And the water was cold.
2: So, you know, even though your grandfather had been... Part of the Titanic that never made it, he was still okay to go in the water and uh, enjoy it?
0: Yes, he lived 60 years, I believe, after the Titanic went down. Wow. He died in 1962, my great grandfather.
2: Our special guest this hour, XO Nation, is Elsie Bellman. She's the author of A, Ty- A Titanic Survivor Story, The Fredericksburg or Fredericksburg Connection. www. 899limo.com that's www.899limo.com or else you can just go to Google Google her name or on Amazon.com you can purchase her book by typing in her name Elsie Bellman Elsie uh, you're a chauffeur driver you've uh, you've I would imagine chauffeured around the who's who of the who's who and who who are some of the famous people that you've had the opportunity of crossing paths with uh,
0: just you name it; it's good sound. um Usher, Billy Joel, Rolling Stones, Robert De Niro, uh, Senator Obama, uh, Senator Kennedy, Eunice Shriver, Newt Gingrich, Bruce Springsteen, uh, James Gandolfini, Al Sharpton. Boy, that was funny. Uh, Chicago and the Beach Boys, Backstreet Boys, Bluey Blues, Tyrese, G- Kings of Comedy, Bernie Mac. That was embarrassing. Spice Girls it was embarrassing.
2: Um, now when you say was that like, was embarrassing though, is that because they were naughty yeah,
0: he, well no I I I made it well with Bernie Mac when he got in the car the, the job order said Cedric the entertainer because mm-hmm. it was the kings of comedy so I said yes sir and I didn't always have his last name I'm a chauffeur I, I don't watch TV I work and listen to the news <laughs> the traffic report and the weather reports and um, I said, okay, Mr. Cedric, I'm Elsie, I'm your driver, and always got all huffy and puffy. Why? I said, oh, I, because it was a, It was Bernie Mac. It was not Cedric, the entertainer. I got his name wrong. Oh, wow. But I didn't know it. I said, okay, Mr. Cedric, the entertainer. And I thought maybe he got mad that I didn't say his name right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So he said, no, no. I said, okay, Mr. Cedric, the entertainer, sir, I don't know what to call you. And then somebody said that that's Bernie Mac. I said... Uh, this is what this says. I'm sorry. I didn't know that was you. Please get in the car. Please, oh, please. I promise I'll make it up to you. Please. I beg him. So he got in the car. And I made it up to him. I told him a joke. I, don't. I said, what? Go ahead. I said, what is, that's what's embarrassing about Bernie Mac is I called him by the wrong name. I said, what is the new game they're playing in Washington, D.C.? This was back in the Clinton days. What is the new game they're playing in Washington, D.C.?
2: Play the harmonica.
0: I said,
1: Oh! Oh, (laughs) naughty,
0: naughty, naughty. Everything was fine before we got out of the job. Who 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 was the nicest? Who
2: were some of the nicest people that you've had the opportunity of chauffeuring around?
0: Um, Senator Barack Obama was very nice, very. Is he, nice. So
2: he's as nice in person as he is on TV.
0: Oh, and just to the to the to the stupid dumb person, you know, too. I mean, just what, what I mean, the blue collar worker like myself. He, he's nice. He's considerate to everybody, and it's. You mean the. Showed that back in February twenty eighth two thousand five.
2: So you mean the the blue collar worker that who I considered to be the backbone of America.
0: Right, like like you would be. a uh, bu- you'd be the white collar worker probably. You would I
2: don't think so. I, I I work very hard. You know, my day starts at 7 o'clock in the morning, finishes at 4 o'clock the following morning, so I consider myself to be a hard worker.
0: Yeah, but no, no, it's what you work at and how much you're paid. That's the difference between blue and white. <laughs> oh, God, then, I, then I'm
2: bottom of the blue.
0: Uh, let's see. Let me tell you about Billy Joel. Oh,
2: yeah, please.
0: Uh, when I drove him in Georgetown, him and his girlfriend, mm-hmm. this was a long time ago, maybe about five years ago, I was parking the van. I said, sir, let me let you out here. So I jumped out and was getting the door. And this girl starts screaming, stop, stop, stop. It was a girl on a bike. And she wasn't where she was supposed to have been. So I jumped back before she could hit me or I hit her, you know, because I was on foot. So then I was getting Mr. Dole out of the car and she says, aren't you going to apologize? Aren't you going to say you're sorry? So, you know, she was looking for a fight. So I told her. I'm sorry. I'm glad nobody was hurt. And I said, Mr. Joel, I'll be right here when you come out. He said, okay. So he's walking up the street, and he starts tilting his head up in the air, tilting his head up and talking. And the bicyclist was tilting her head up in the air and tilting it up in the air, and she was talking back. And he was saying something back to her. So when he got back to the van, I said, Mrs. Joel, did you know that bicyclist? Because I saw you talking to her. He said, no, I'd have cussed her. I was cussing her out. (laughs) And then he turns to his girlfriend and says, what would you have done if she asked you to apologize? And his girlfriend, which is so feminine, so beautiful, so ladylike, said, I'd have punched her out. <laughs> I said, well, This is the South here. We don't do that here in the South. We kiss and make up.
2: <laughs> All right. Tell me, how do you celebrate Christmas in Fredericksburg?
0: Um, celebrate Christmas.
2: You know that time of the year where everybody goes around singing Christmas carols there's mistletoe
0: yes, all over the place They do that and they decorate the trees. Fredericksburg is a, the tree city uh, of the United States. One of the tree cities it's called. And they decorate wait, 30, there's wait, wait 350 a buildings built before 1870 so, downtown.
2: So you said that Fredericksburg is one of the is a, is a tree city, one of the tree cities
0: uh, uh, yes of the United States. What
2: are the other two? The
0: other there's more than two. I don't know, but we
2: just—I'm just worried about Fredericksburg. <laughs> Do you, so. Is there snow in Fredericksburg at Christmas time? Do you have a white Christmas?
0: Yes, we have arctic winters and tropical summers. We have all four seasons.
2: That's wonderful. Listen, you and I have to take a commercial break. We'll be back on the other side. Exxon Nation. My guest this hour is Elsie Bellman. Her website is www 899limo.com. That's www.899limo.com. We have a special on at tv.com. You can get 23 past editions of the X Chronicles newspaper on a DVD. Now, when I say past editions, that includes uh, the November edition this year, September edition this year, and I think five or six other editions from this year because they were so popular. And we went back into our archives, and from 2002 until 2009, 23 editions of the X-Chronicles newspaper on DVD, are you ready for this? $23. If you go to Scribd or if you go to uh, Moby Pot, where we have our newspaper for sale, 2 $2.90, dollars each, directly from the X-Zone radio and TV show, $23, all on one CD or DVD, If you'd like to get your copies of the 23 editions of the X Chronicles newspaper, go to www.xzoneradiotv.com. Click on the button. It'll take you to the site. It's payable by PayPal, and that's $23 for 23 editions of the X Chronicles, and we pay the handling and postage for you. That's our way of saying Merry Christmas. When we come back from this uh, commercial break, Elsie Bellman and I will wrap up this hour as we continue live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in beautiful, and yes, cold, wet Hamilton. We'll be back. Don't go away.
1: I'll
0: have a blue Christmas without you. Oh, if
1: you feel so, ever be, be blue. It'll be just thinking, about, about, about you. It'll be decorations of red on a green,
0: Christmas tree. It we, we won't be the same, dear. If you're not here with Emmy, 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 and when, windows, it'll be blue. Isn't it snowflakes? Isn't no it start falling?
2: What would it sound like if Porky Pig got together with Daffy Duck and did a Christmas album? Huh, food for thought. Elsie Bellman's our special guest. Uh, first of all, Elsie, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight and for sharing your story that you wrote uh, uh, that has a not only a Fredericksburg connection but a family connection. The name of the book is A Titanic Savior Story, A Fredericksburg uh, Connection, www.899limo.com, and it's available at Amazon. All you have to do is go to Amazon.com, type in Elsie Bellman, and you'll be able to buy her book online. Now, Elsie, during the commercial break, you told me that um, that you had a, a connection or you were going to drive Elvis?
0: Yes, Elvis Presley. It was about seven limousines, and we were at Andrews Air Force Base parked. Mm-hmm. And we were there like five hours waiting for the plane. I mean, it was supposed to have taken off from where it was coming from, and supposed to have taken off. And, it, and back then, I was... Washington DC's first woman driver. I was twenty one years old and very nice. You know how you look when you're younger, like kittens. They all look beautiful when they're young. Mm-hmm. Colonel Parker steps off the plane and the driver says, Okay, these are the cars for so and so 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 that's Elvis's driver and car, the first one. He looks at me and he says, Send her back to the garage. We don't want no girl.
1: Oh no.
0: Yeah, he was afraid and then well, they put somebody in my car. I think it was his. Uh, I think it was his lawyer or somebody, and I took him to the hotel. But then I was released. Oh, After heavens. that, it was like a three-day job. Each driver got like a three hundred dollar check, which back then that was your months. That was your rent for your whole month's rent. Yeah, three hundred dollars for an apartment back then. I remember. Man, so I was all upset. He was afraid. Parker was afraid that Elvis, if he saw me, he would buy me a limousine back then Elvis was buying Cadillacs and I was in a Cadillac limousine.
2: So you would have been set for life.
0: Well, yeah, I guess the the stars of fortune didn't shine that day.
2: (laughs) Elsie, I want to thank you so much for joining us. It's been a great pleasure talking to you. Let our listeners know how they can contact you and find your book.
0: Uh, Just Google Elsie Bellman, uh, E L S I E. B is in beautiful, E-L-M-A-N, it's called A Titanic Survivor's Story, the Fredericksburg-Virginia Connection.
2: Elsie, it's been great having you with us. Please uh, take care of yourself, and from our home to yours, a very you Merry man. Christmas and a healthy, happy, spiritually filled New Year. All right, XO Nation, when I come back from this commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past the hour, I'm going to be joined by Bill Bean. We're going to be talking about Bill's book entitled Dark Force. Now, if you don't believe in the darkness of evil and how evil can ruin your life, listen to the next hour. Bill Bean is my special guest as we talk about Dark Force. Elsie has been our guest this hour. We're talking about Elsie Bellman. Her website is eight. 899limo.com. Nine, nine, That's 899limo.com. Nine, nine, the Exxon, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern. Then the show is repeated in its entirety from 2 until 6. 1-800-610-7035 is toll-free around the world. Email exxon at X-Zone TV.com on MSN Messenger. Xzone Radio TV at hotmail.com and our website com. Don't go away, I'll be back right after this news as we continue right here on Talkstar.